The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to an all-new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. And today, I have on my girl, Lindsay Hubbard. Needs and no I already love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, needs no introduction. I'm so happy that you're back. Oh, podcast. my gosh. Me too. Me too. Because we didn't get enough time at BravoCon, honestly. I know. Well, I know. I mean, BravoCon, I mean, I definitely want to definitely want to talk about BravoCon for sure. But yeah, it was it was really hard to get a lot of time with many people. I feel like we did, but we didn't. It was so chaotic and there was so much going on. And I felt like we were constantly running to just the next thing going on. I know everyone was like on their own schedule and, you know, we would be ships passing at times, but golf carts passing in the back alleys of Javits Center. The the tunnels. There was like, I mean, at one point we were just like hanging out underground in a tunnel waiting for a golf cart and there was like dripping going on. I felt like I was in like the Titanic. <laughs> Wait, there was dripping. Oh, like water from the yeah. world? From like a pipe. I don't know. I don't know, but it was a bit it was a bit like final destination esque. Yeah. I feel like I finally recovered from BravoCon like just this past week. It was it was so much fun and it was like the adrenaline just like propelled you through the entire weekend. I don't know how everyone kept went to any after parties. Yeah, no, I I went to Sandoval's performance, the BravoCon After Dark party. I think that's what it was officially called. And that was so much fun, but that was really it. Luke was telling me how he stayed out all night. A couple of other people that I would run into, they're like, yeah, like I went to bed at like five and four. And I'm like, what? Like I had to be in hair and makeup at 8 a.m., almost every single morning. There's no way I could no. stay out that late. If I have anything to do the next day, if I have to wake up the next day, like I I can't, I can't. I still, I still wasn't going to bed till like almost, you know, two o'clock in the morning every right. night. Like, cause I mean, I wanted to be the best version of myself in the, in the best form possible. And I knew that if I was at least the slightest bit hungover, which I still ended up being kind of a little bit <laughs> each day. I was going to be, it was going to be miserable and I wasn't going to be in the best mood. And, you know, I wanted to enjoy myself and enjoy, you know, the whole experience of BravoCon. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't make it to Sandoval's show because we wanted to have a meal finally, like a yeah. meal for the first time in a couple of days. And we have dinner reservation at like nine 30 or nine 45 and we didn't get sat till almost 11. So where'd you go? We went to hotspot apparently. Yeah. We went to catch steak. Oh, okay. I was going to, yeah, I was going to guess how, but no, we went to catch steak. But anyway, well, what was like, what was some of like the favorite moment of BravoCon? Would you say? I mean, honestly, just the fans were so, so awesome. Like it was really cool. And that's the whole 
the whole point of BravoCon, right? Is like to like give back to the fans. So just like give, you know, giving them an opportunity to meet all of the people that they have been dying to meet all of these years. And then also like, I don't know if you were able to actually experience what, you know, the, the guests and attendees and fans experience. I went through that Bravo land maze and that was so much fun. It was like, just all the all the shows and the different things that make up those shows. I also went to the Sir Lounge Bar. I found my poster that like said, you know, don't activate me and took a picture with that. I went to like the little like Bravo Wood Hall of Fame. You know, they, they weren't like stars. They were talk bubbles with your name on it on the ground. Did you do you walk past yours? No. See? Like, that was, like, so fun. Like, just understanding what, like, everyone else gets to experience, I thought was a lot of fun. I didn't know that it was even an option to do that. Oh, well, you had to, like, really convince the security guards to let you do that. Like, they were like, okay, we'll take you, but you have to know exactly where everything is. So I had to actually recruit somebody, a friend of mine who was, like, there to bring me around you know, to go see these things because they were like, no, you can't just like wander around by yourself. And like, we're not going to like, you know, just keep walking in aimless directions. So yeah. And then I really enjoyed honestly just hanging out with everybody, like all the, all the other, you know, guys and girls of Bravo, I would sit and glam every morning and just like, you know, pump myself up for the day with, you know, various housewives and, and then me and like, you know, I think Sheena was in there a couple of times. Lala was in there a couple of times. So I don't know. It was like, it was just the whole weekend was fine. I think, you know, I didn't really have anything. There was nothing for me to complain about. I just was like, all right, well, I have a schedule for the next three days other than like, you know, the being on your feet. By Monday, oh my God. By Monday, I tried to walk. I literally couldn't like bend my feet. It was like walking on like wooden planks. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I definitely, I think I saw you the last day and your shoes were, we were in the green room and you definitely had your shoes off and you were changing shoes. Yeah. I was like, I am, I am putting slippers on for, (laughs) I literally left. BravoCon, I brought my fuzzy slippers, my big fuzzy slippers that last day. And then my production company had a cocktail party for all of their, you know, talent on all their shows. And I walked in, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I have to wear my slippers. Like, there is no shot my feet are going to fit into a pair of heels right now. It looked like if you went to like a doctor's office, this is what my feet looked like. And I'm scared. I'm scared of like what's going to happen when I get pregnant because. You go to a doctor's office and you take one of the gloves, you know, like the rubber gloves, oh, no. and you blow it up like a balloon. And it's like the fingers turn into like little nubs. Yeah. And and like the the hand part is just like fat and swollen. Like that's what my feet look like, like a oh. doctor's glove that you blow up into a balloon. <laughs> no, I, I wore flats the whole time. I was wearing just like boots. Well, you're boots. smart. And that's much smarter than I. Because <laughs> well, heels are just like, they're not comfortable. Like if, if it's for like a, a, you know, a few hours and you're going to be sitting most of the time, great. But like to be just like on your feet, walking around, that's. Yeah. Well, you're like I said, you're a lot smarter than me. 
Hey, I've been seeing some comments lately because the other day was National Sandwich Day and people are like, okay, well, Katie and Ariana need to give Lindsay a sandwich on their menu. So I feel like this is going to, this is my formal request to have a sandwich named after me. (laughs) I know. I see. I was, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, I didn't realize it was National Sandwich Day until like that night, but I did have a sandwich that day. I mean, I have sandwiches. Not every day, but I would say at least four days a week on average. That's how often I eat sandwiches. But I was thinking about that before I got on this call with you because I feel like that should happen. I feel like there needs to be that kind of crossover where there's like a, you know, a Hubbard sandwich or I don't, we we can get cute with it. Yeah. We'll get cute with it for sure. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. I don't even know. My favorite sandwich is like, an Italian sandwich, but I also love a good roast beef sandwich. Roast beef. I'm from Florida. So like red meat is my thing. Yeah. I love roast beef and I love Italian. Those are like my two go-tos. Italian sandwich is my favorite as well. I got like a spicy soppressata with like, you know, some mixed green and maybe like an olive tapenade spread and just like simple and just delicious. Well, you'll have to invite me. When are you opening? That's a good question. Oh, okay. Sorry. I know this is your podcast to ask me questions, (laughs) but I I feel like, I feel like it's just like when we're together, I, we just, we just go. Correct. I would say, you know, uh, as soon as possible, but we're, we're still, we're still working on some things and such. It takes a lot of, of work and there's a lot of like legal stuff you have to go through and, and all of that until like the real fun starts. But I mean, we have our location. And so we're, you know, we're, we're moving along. Good. As long as you're moving forward, that's all that matters. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we're, we're fundraising, we're doing all of that at the moment. So yeah, it's just, but once, once we're like ready, it's like go time and it won't take that long, but it's just kind of getting all the preliminary steps out of the way. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Did you have any like favorite encounters at BravoCon, like meeting anyone that you hadn't met yet? So I was in glam room. Like, here's the thing. The glam, the whole glam situation. I don't know. if Did you get your hair and makeup done? Like, did you have someone do it each day? You just did it yourself. This girl right here did it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, you're, you're also like really good at it and you have short hair and there's only so much you can even do with short hair, right? So I wound up in like my hair and makeup people in New York are the same people who do everyone when they come to New York on Watch It Happens Live. So my my people are Caroline makeup time for makeup and then Julius does my hair. He's yeah. also like my normal stylist as well. Him and his husband, Arturo. Uh, they had reached out before and they're like, oh, we'd love to glam you for... And I was like, I have a feeling it's going to be a very packed schedule for y'all. And I don't... I just don't want to have to like get my makeup or hair done like super early. I wanted to be able to... Sleep was my priority. So I was like, yeah. I can do my makeup in a, in a very timely manner and be able to like wake up when I want to wake up. So anyways, continue. So I was in the room each day in the glam room with Whitney Rose from Salt Lake city. And she was just so sweet. And I just had, I'd never met her before. And I just wound up on somehow the same schedule as her. And then also Kate Chastain, I had met at BravoCon 2019, but I spent more time with her in the glam room this year. And then who else? Oh, I will tell you. So as I was leaving the hotel on the way to Javits Center, I wound up in a car and Ashley Darby 
is behind me from Potomac. And so I'm getting into this massive SUV by myself and I look behind me and, and she's also there. And, and I was like, oh, let's just share. We're going to the same place. Like we know, we know that. And she had two friends and they got in the back. And so I, as soon as we get in the car, I was like, oh my God, I have to tell you, Luke is one of my best friends. And he's, I just, all I'm going to say is he's a really good guy. And she was just like, oh, okay. Because one week before BravoCon, Ashley had gone on Watch It Happens Live and, and, you know, she was like, oh yeah, like, you know, there was an Instagram account that said that I should meet Luke and that we should you know, hang out and boy, were they right? Because I just got back from DC with, with Luke and we spent the weekend with Ashley. Well, Luke more than me, but we had a lot, we had a lot of fun. I'm into that couple. I don't don't know Luke and I don't know Ashley, but like, I mean, I met Luke and Ashley, you know, over BravoCon, you know, but they make a nice couple and they really do. And, and it was like, it was really sweet. And, and again, like I, I wasn't, you know, I, I, I almost felt like Carl and I were like chaperoning from a, like we were like, we're in the same city chaperoning, but you know, we're, we weren't like with them every single step of the way or like spying on them. But we did a lot of group activities together. Like they met up with us on Saturday night after the hockey game. And then we all went to the football game yesterday, Sunday. So that was fun. But yeah, I would like to also take credit along with Real Moms of Bravo Instagram account that I was in her ear as well. Like, hey, you should go for it. He's a really good guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also I think, you know, Andy, well, I mean, Andy kind of also helps facilitate those things. I know he's trying to facilitate Tom Schwartz and what's her name? Taylor. Taylor. from Because (laughs) Taylor had gone on watch it happens live. Right. And I saw that clip. I don't think I saw when she yeah. was on. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't, I don't know her, but I mean, she's pretty, I don't know. I, I listen, my, the only thing that Tom and I, I talked about was just like, maybe we just don't date, you know, within our friend group. Okay. So it's smart because I've, I've done that and it's, it just never ends well. It's one thing when you're, when you've been for the entirety of the group of friends, you've been a couple and married, you know, then to break up and then start dating within that group just feels a little toxic. I don't know. That's my take on it all. All right. Well, listen, I got to say, I was, I was shocked on Sunday at BravoCon. We, (laughs) we are attending the same event together and Raquel showed up in a Tom Tom hoodie as a dress. I don't know if she had anything underneath it. And then sunglasses on. Like we obviously were inside. This is we're not outside. <laughs> we're not outside. The lights are not even bright in those rooms. And you know, so I was a little shocked because, you know, we get our schedules, right? I know what I'm doing at every minute of the hour of the day on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I know which, what other talent is going to be there. So she knew you were going to be there. She knew Tom Schwartz was going to be there. I was going to be there. And, you know, I spoke with Raquel, you know, on Friday, I think we had a couple of events together and she was really lovely and sweet with me. And, you know, we, we were, we were, we were friendly, but I just think it was a little bit of a slap in the face, like showing up 
on purpose to an event with you, what was the point of that? Uh, like, what kind of message are you trying to send to show up in like your ex-husband's sweater? Well, I, mean, I don't know if it was necessarily a message, but it to me, it's just, <laughs> I woke up, I was on Instagram and I, and someone posted like, what is this? And I was like, Oh, she's a fucking fan girl. Like not like, a, not, not to slight fans of like the show. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being like, fangirl swim fan like groupie like desperado most famous like the it was kind of like an almost famous situation right? or like you know swim fan like you're like you're like trying the heart like it's just kind of like whoa like chill out like that kind of thing like like it I, like listen it's one thing to be a supportive friend it's another thing to be like that i don't know i i thought it was just funny and true and didn't think anything of it. And then it like caught fire and then turned into like, I don't know. She's still talking about it. So then when Sandoval dressed as Raquel on Sunday at Bravo con, you know, when he dressed like that, was that like a slight to you or a slight to her? Or was it just neither? Well, I I, I don't know. It's hard to tell because it's just kind of like at that point, it was just kind of like, why are you still like on this? I don't know. It's been like days. It's been a week almost. <laughs> like, I don't know. At that point, I was just like, all right, guys. Like the whole thing is just messy. But like, who am I to talk about a mess? Because I I'm like constantly stepping on shit everywhere I go. So I get it. <laughs> all right, we gotta take a short break. So if your doctor can recite every line from the movie Mean Girls, well, you go, Glen Coco, but it's probably time to find a new doctor with ZocDoc. ZocDoc makes it easy to find quality doctors in your network and in your neighborhood. Plus, with real verified patient reviews, you can find the right doctor for you, one that actually remembers your name. That's so fetch. Sorry, <laughs> I had to do it. I know how daunting it can be to schedule a doctor's appointment. You never know where to start. Even asking a friend can be difficult. It just never really pans out that way. So skip the phone a friend. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I am one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find a doctor and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash loveme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is ZocDoc.com slash loveme, ZocDoc.com slash loveme. Okay, let's get back to the show. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. 
Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. It's it's really hard in like friend dynamics. And now like, you know, you and Carl being engaged and obviously he is, you know, business partners with, you know, Kyle and Amanda. Does it, does it get complicated between the two of you or is, is he able to like separate and still be cool with people if you're not getting along with people? It's hard. I've been there. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard. I feel bad. I really do. I really do feel bad because it's like we live together, but he spends a lot of his time, you know, almost all of his time on lover boy, you know, and talking to Kyle and especially like after, you know, a couple of weeks ago with Amanda on watch what happens live, like Kyle and Carl happened to be in Michigan at the time. And I was just, it's tough, right? Like it makes it awkward for them, you know, if their wives, fiancés aren't getting along. Right. But again, I, I think, I think the whole thing was fucking unnecessary. I don't think it was even should have happened. Well, I will say watch what happens live. It gets, it gets messy and you know, you want to like have fun on the show and maybe sometimes things like will be said and maybe sometimes taken out of context, or maybe you're just trying to have fun with the games or like what's being said, I've been there and, you know, feelings have gotten hurt, but I, I am not sure where that was coming from. Yeah. I mean, no, me neither. So I, I will say, okay. In regards to Kyle and Carl and Loverboy, it does get awkward. It kind of, it came up like it was like a really big majority of our summer was like them trying to work through some stuff within the work situation. Oh. Um, so that comes up a lot. It came up a lot this past summer. Obviously, our show doesn't air until like, you know, early next year. But there's that. I don't know if things necessarily got resolved. I I mean, <laughs> I don't think that they did. Just like being like, you know, the one who lives with one of them. And then as far as the Watch What Happens Live thing, I I, I don't know where it came from. I think it was unnecessary. I, my face wasn't on the screen. But I do know, listen, like. Andy loves, you know, he, those, these games always happen. They're on every single episode for the most part. You know, Andy loves to kind of stir the pot. Like that's his job. Like he's a yeah. needy, he's a host and his job is to get ratings and like kind of stir the pot. Oh, yeah. So I think that's why he does ask questions like that. I think Amanda answering the way that she did though was definitely, it felt like a direct slap in the face. It felt very unnecessary. And it felt like an attack of my character. Like there's a lot of things that I am that I take full responsibility for. But when I, when I go above and beyond to engage with fans, to answer as many people on Instagram, to, you know, show up to, you know, your, your company's events over 30 times in the past year, using my name and let's say celebrity, I have air quotes right now, to promote your company to support you and your husband. Obviously I'm there because 
I, you know, first and foremost, want to support my boyfriend. If I didn't go with Carl, I never would have seen him last fall in winter, right? That's why I'm there. But I'm also there because he's alone and Kyle and Amanda aren't there. So I went to a lot of those events with Carl. And like, I just feel like instead of turning around and being like, oh, like Lindsay's the rudest of fans. My face is not even on the screen. Like you've never even acknowledged all the events I went to to support and promote your company. So Mm -hmm. like my response on Instagram was like, why don't you acknowledge how many events I've actually gone to trying to be a good friend to you? And instead, this is like what I get in return. Like this kind of acknowledgement. So I don't know. I just think that oftentimes a lot of I think these girls like to take an attack on my character, Amanda included, and it just seems unnecessary at times. I feel you. And like, especially if it's not warranted, right? Like, what the hell did I do to you? She just, the week she was on, I was like, hey, I'm going to this like country concert with Luke. Do you want to come with me? Come with us. I know that the boys, I literally said, hey, I know Kyle and Carl are in Michigan. Do you want to come to this country concert? With Luke and I, because I know you like country music. That's what I said to her that week. The week before, she was like, you know, hey, I send me those cutie photos we took at BravoCon. So I don't know. I just feel like when things like this happen, I know it's a silly game in your mind. But this answer, this is like not, this is like my career. Yeah. Engaging with fans is like something that I... I'm very proud of that I do. Right. And it's it's just like part of my character is actually showing up for fans, talking to them on social media. And it's the exact opposite of what you're saying right now. So I take a very highly offense to that. Yeah. And I, w- I would as well if that, you know, was said about me. I mean, there's, listen, not everyone can be perfect all the time. We all have bad days, but. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Listen. I, more than probably most females on this cast, am on the streets of New York. I go to workout classes like three to five times a week. I go to restaurants. I'm with friends. I actually physically go to the grocery store. I physically go to the CVS and the Dwayne Reed. I'm out and about. Like I have a lot of engagement on the streets of New York because that's what we do. I think more than most, I am out there. I go to concerts. I go to sporting events. Like I am just out there. Um, so my level of engagement with with fans is going to be probably for every 100 times that I walk out of my house, Amanda walks out once. It's not a fair like, you know, call of my character to say Lindsay's the rudest of fans. Like I'm in front of fans 100 times more than you. Who would you say that you're closest with on the cat besides of the girls right now um of the girls right now we have a couple of new girls that came in this this season and they're just like cool as fuck like they're they're down to earth they're cool and i don't know how to explain it like they just they they seemingly were able to navigate all the complexities of previous female relationships on this show and like Stay, stay neutral to everyone, which I appreciated. 
It's interesting. Basically, no one that we know. <laughs> I mean, Maya and I got along this summer a lot. Like, w- th- this is actually the really crazy part, right? Is that this summer felt like I had a better relationship with Maya, a better relationship with Sierra, a better relationship with Paige individually, you know, like I'm never going to be the girl who like, you know, gossips and bad and talk shit. But I think individually I had a better relationship. Now who knows when the show comes out, right? Like what's going to happen? Like you're then in history is, you know, you watch the show and I'm like, oh, wow, I thought I was closer to that person and they talked all this shit about me. Maybe I wasn't as close to that person as I thought. But um, as it stands now, I did have a better relationship with those girls individually. Oh, I'm so interested to watch this, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see you on Winter House. So I watched last week okay and how did that make you feel so yeah so for everyone that doesn't watch winter house or hasn't watched winter house it's you know basically summer house in the winter and the (laughs) The toms (laughs) the the toms went for a few days and it was also around the time that tom and i split up but no one really knew back then so it was just, it was just a, it was a weird time. I was like, wow, this feels like a bad timing to go do reality TV when, you know, no one really knows what's going on with us. People are, you know, kind of maybe speculating some things, but we had only told, you know, a few close friends and family, but I thought it was a good episode. You know, it was definitely, it's always interesting, you know, with the crossovers because you're so kind of used to seeing people in their, you know, sort of friend dynamics and with their, you know, on their perspective shows or respective shows. Sorry. And then they get thrown into like this whole other different dynamic and different kind of like, that's, it's not totally different style, but they often have different feels and it can kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it doesn't throw you off a little bit, but it's just kind of weird to see them in a different mix of people. Well, I mean, I appreciate it. And, and you tell me right how you felt because Knowing that time, exactly where you were mentally and emotionally, and then also Tom, and then, but only really seeing the Tom of it side of, of you, the two of you. I really appreciated that he said in his, you know, his interviews saying like, look, I, I, I want to respect Katie and I, I don't really, I'm not really ready to tell these people like what I'm going through at the moment. Yes. I thought that was, I mean, as an outsider, I thought that was respectful. No? Yeah. Because we also had a conversation about it and I said, please, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> Say anything. But. Um, and he's like, well, why? By the time it airs, it'll be, and I'm like, right. But, and as much as, you know, we are friends with everyone that's there, maybe not all of them, you know, like, but as much as like, yes, like, I don't, it's not that I don't, I would not mind if like, Kyle or Amanda or certain people knew, but you have to also remember it's there's people behind the cameras that we don't know, and there's many yes, somehow things get leaked all the time. Things get leaked, and it's like I don't want you know some of my family that doesn't know yet to find out from someone else that would not be okay with me. So like, let's just play it safe and don't you know confirm those kind of details. Let's just keep it you know like. 
he was the one that also didn't want to have to like announce anything public yet. So yeah, I was like, this will be a for sure way that it's going to get out. If like you start talking about it on camera, because you know, people, people will talk, people run to a, you know, publication of some sort, but yeah, no, I was, I was, thank God <laughs> that didn't happen, but yeah, no, I appreciate that as well. I mean, also, objectively i thought it was it thought it was really cute that they shared a bed i mean that's what like i would do if i like went with a girlfriend did they even have a choice because i this is one thing on even on summer i mean they know like summer house is a little different but even like winter house so like is there always do people really fight over like the room situation like i don't know maybe in the past earlier seasons of summer house there used to be a fight when it came to like the twins and Kyle. It then became like Kyle was like the only Kyle and Amanda were the only couple in Summer House for like a while. So you kind of just gave it to them because they're in a relationship and it's just like awkward to share a room if otherwise, right? Yeah. And then this year, I mean, I saw Craig just paying people off. So there was no fight. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's always like kind of like a Bravo thing, you know, even when like the, the housewives go on trips together, like their cast trips and like their various seasons, they're <laughs> it's always about the rooms somehow. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, we we don't often go to like places where we share a house. We've done that one time when last year when we went to Palm Springs and we went there and I guess like, I mean, it was for like hmm, James and Raquel's. Oh, right. They're yeah. And it was like, you know, James's trip. So like we let him pick room and then Tom and Ariana like ran to room. And then Tom and I, we had a room and it was just like a room with like a double bed base. It was like a small room. It was a small room, but a small room with like a smaller bed or something. And I was like, kind of like, oh God, okay, fine. You know, but I mean, whatever. I complained for like four seconds and I got over it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, listen, winter house, is just a different beast, right? Like Summer House, I feel like, you know, we just finished season seven this summer. It's like kind of this well-oiled machine. It's, you know, there. it's just, you're in the Hamptons. Winter House though is just so different. Like that house gets messier. It feels okay. smaller for some reason, maybe because there's like more people. It seems like there's like, there's no closets anywhere or bathrooms. Like, ugh. I don't know. I just, that house gets real messy. Okay. That house, what it was disgusting. So I thought it was really funny that they come, the the Toms come in and they start apologizing like, sorry, it's really messy. And they're they're trying to be nice, but they're like, no, it looks, this is great. It looks like you guys had a really good time, but then they start cleaning like right away. (laughs) And, and I know Sandoval was like plunging the sink. And it actually worked. And I was like, oh. I feel like maybe if I start cleaning, it'll inspire other people to start cleaning. And then, like, most of them are just, like, sitting around, like, not doing anything. I don't know. Like, listen, I know it's daunting to, like, wake up and you're, like, kind of hungover and the place is a mess. And you're like, I don't want to clean because it's just going to get messy again. But, like, we always, like, kind of clean up as the night is going on so there's not a big mess the next day. I don't know. Like, that's not a thing that people do. It's just, like, it's messier and messier and messier like it's almost remarkable how big of a mess it was well i can't i can't speak for most people you know who does do that it's maya she loves to drunk 
clean, which is genius. Like clean up while you're like on this like buzz, you know, and like then you're like, oh, it's clean. And then by the time you wake up in the morning, right, it's like all done. You know what you should do? What you should implement in the house? If you stop everything for five minutes, you do five minute cleanups where everyone for five minutes stops and cleans up. And then it's like pretty much spotless. I'm telling you, if everyone for five minutes cleans up, you stop the party for five minutes and then it's clean. And then like back to the party. Yeah, that's interesting. It's like that's almost like idea. that freeze game, like back in the day where, you know, you did the freeze game, except like it's like five minute clean game <laughs> for five minutes. And then I just I thought it was. Yeah. But then I'm, and then Sandoval busts out the guitar and the trumpet. I'm like, of course, they're there for three days and he has his you know, band equipment. It's so interesting because they left before Carl and I got there. So we didn't, there was like, no, like we were, we were like ships passing. Like I think they they left and then we came in, but yeah, I heard it was fun. I really appreciated it as a viewer. I appreciated fun that, you know, they all had together because it was like, there's a lot, there's a lot that happens. Those first three episodes of, of, winter house and then like they come in and it's just like woo! like some relief some fun some excitement you know for sure yeah 100 i mean it's it's interesting because that show really became like sort of like a melting pot because i mean somewhere else i feel like you've had like you you know there's austin and craig who like kind of pop in and pop out but then you know winter house has become a little bit more of like a Cross, like I don't know. There's been more people, kind of. It's because it's not the full like cast of Summer House, right? No, no, it's not the full cast. And I also, you know, we I feel like our shows typically get grouped together because we're of similar ages and like kind of dynamics and you know antics, right? So it's like Vanderpump, Southern Charm, Summer House, you know. But I also think we shouldn't start including like Below Deck and Family Karma, I think would be really fun to kind of mix it up even more. Yeah, I agree. Every like non (laughs) housewife show, basically. What would be like your dream sort of like if you could do like a a winter house style, it doesn't necessarily have to be winter house, but like some kind of hypothetical show that involved people from other shows who would you have? okay so so hypothetical show not it's not winter house because i grew up in florida so i although i love the snow and being around it and in it i can't snowboard i can't ski <laughs> i don't know how to house. do any of it like a beach but, okay i i did a hypothetical show i would like to do a bachelorette for myself a bachelorette ultimate girls trip. Ooh, that would be amazing. So that's what, that would be like my dream, like little show. And who's going? I haven't like thought too, too much about it, but obviously you, because you're single and I feel like we need to like get back to tequila Katie. (laughs) Ooh, she I like the lady who doesn't rage text. <laughs> she was out this last weekend. Oh, she was? Oh. She was. I met Tamra in LA at the MTV Awards in June. 
And I had, I had so much fun with her because, you know, you, we were put together by our hairstylist, Julius. And he was like, you have to meet Tamara and you know, whatever. I had a lot of fun with Ashley Darby this past weekend in DC. She's a riot. I don't know. I ha- I really haven't like thought to, to maybe that's what I should do and then pitch it and then see if. See I'm if just more asking for just like funsy conversation sake, like hypothetically. I know. I just, I really need to, it needs to be like a good mix of, I, I really, I do wish that they would do like a mix of, of, of housewives and then non-housewives. Yeah. I think that, and I'm be- hoping to be the excuse to make that happen. If anyone's listening, hello, make it yeah. happen. I don't think it's like too far fetched to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so either, but we'll see. I mean, there's like a lot that happens between now and the time that I am getting married. So, you know, do you, have you like picked a date? Okay. I have not landed on an exact date. However, it will be, I'm hoping it'll be around this time next year. Certainly after BravoCon, because just like getting prepared for BravoCon is, I can't do that and a wedding at the same time. So yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it'll be fall 2020. Okay, but like it, within the next year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have no spring chicken. Like I am 36. I'll be 37 by next year. And like after marriage comes babies for me. So I, I gotta, I'm ready I'm ready. What kind of bride are you going to be? Or what so far, what kind of bride are you? So I spent the last couple of weeks and I said this on one of the panels at BravoCon. I was like, yeah, after BravoCon, I'm going to hit the ground running with wedding planning. And my plan one was to find a planner. So I don't know if you if you had like a planner at your wedding. But I just feel like there's a lot of potential arguments that you can have with your partner. When planning a wedding and especially like for me, I'm like, I'm a publicist. Like that is what I've done my whole life is like event planning and and, like, you know, throwing events for clients. But when it comes to your own event and the biggest event of your life, I need help. And I need help with somebody who specializes specifically in that because there's a lot of potential for a lot of things to go wrong and a lot of reasons to like, you know, maybe getting an argument over. So I'd rather just like avoid all of that. Get a planner. I am close to locking in a planner as well. And then once that's happening, once the venue is locked in, once the date is locked in, I am pretty sure it's smooth sailing from there. From what I hear, those are like the three first steps. But yeah, because a planner, a coordinator planner is going to be able to like, you know, bring up certain things that you'd never thought of. And then, you know, ask you questions and hopefully it's just kind of yes or no, or, you know, preferences from there. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't want to be stuffing my own invites and like, I, there's just, we all have like, we're all just busy and we, I have a very limited amount of space in New York city. So yeah. As much as you can just make it someone else's job to do and alleviate that kind of burden and stress from yourself, the more fun you're going to have and the more special that time is going to be. Yeah. And I, I mean, listen, 
like, and I know it's just kind of like weird, right? Like I'm like, I'm newly engaged, like planning a wedding, you're newly divorced, <laughs> like having to watch your ex-husband on a show, you know, that is not even your own. We both had dramatic summers because we film at the same time. So it's a little bit of like, you know, two different perspectives on op- opposite ends of the spectrum at the moment, which I appreciate your just willingness to like not, I don't know, just be open about it. But yeah, I I feel like it is supposed to be a happy thing. It is supposed to be something enjoyable. You know, in theory, it is the one time that it happens. You know, obviously things come up, but yeah, I want to be able to enjoy it. So I still love weddings. I still love love. And I'm still so excited for people when it happens. I'm not, I'm not put off of it all. I'm still, you know, I'm still a hopeless romantic, but it just didn't, you know, work well, out. Good for you. Not everyone <laughs> is like that. Well, Lindsay, I love you so much. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Do you have a rage text of the day to share with all of us? Okay. So first of all, I love you too. And I will come on your podcast whenever, wherever. Rage text. So do I just like search my phone for like, fuck you? No, <laughs> It doesn't have to be an actual rage text that you've sent, but I mean, if there's anything currently that you're like mad at, it could be just like, sometimes traffic pisses me off or sometimes lines or, you know, when people make right turns too slow. <laughs> oh, oh, like, like what has just been annoying me lately? I mean, yeah, I would love to just rage text. So it, it doesn't have to necessarily be a person, but just if I could just rage text anything or anyone right now. So I thought of a rage text earlier today, but I, I didn't send it. And it is because I know what is coming up on winter house. So it was a rage text for Austin Kroll <laughs> because of the shit he stirs up on winter house. So that's my rage text, but I didn't send it. I'll you probably can't what it is. No, I mean, like, I, it's probably just like, oh, what the fuck, Austin? (laughs) Like, I like that. What the fuck, Austin? What the fuck? Like, why do you got, why do you have to like create so much drama in my life all the time? (laughs) Why do I feel like he probably gets a few of those? Yeah. Um, From like all (laughs) of, you know, Bravo, probably. (laughs) Anyway, well, hopefully we're in a good place, but give it a couple of weeks and we're probably I'll, I'll send that rage text. <laughs> yeah. You should, you should probably keep it in the drafts. Well, Lindsay, thank you again. And everyone make sure you watch winter house on Thursdays at 9 PM on Bravo and look out for Lindsay. She's coming in hot next week. Woohoo. Okay. Oh my God. I'm going to have to send myself on another vacation. <laughs> Take me with you. Okay. Well, I love y'all until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. Please 
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.